Welcome back to your daily dose. I'm Nick. Being present and staying in the moment are skills you get with practice. Like prepping for a triathlon or a hot dog eating contest, you have to exercise those muscles. On this episode, Bob and I discuss some ways to do just that. Being present, not prepping for a hot dog eating contest. Enjoy. How are you at staying in the moment? Uh, sorry, what? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm, I'm getting better. You have to, you know, I, I think with the type of things that I do, and even though they're not traditional improv, um, whether it's interviewing somebody or having these conversations or even using the typewriter to an extent, um, you have to be much more present for it to be good, yeah. for it to be good experience for both, right? And it's interesting that being present is almost your transaction with the other person. Because I used to think about the interview, the Monday morning show to a certain degree, as I have to prepare for it so the other person appreciates all the preparation that I've done. And what I realized, I bet was, Terry Gross does that too, though. <laughs> yeah. And what I realized eventually was like, I just, I also have to make sure that it's a good conversation because otherwise, then what's the point? If I'm just, even if I write the funniest things in the world, if the other person isn't having a good conversation, then what's the point in all that? If there's not a real connection there, then Agreed. what's the point of doing it? I think that's the hallmark of of, an, of a great interviewer is yeah. caring that much about the whole shape of show and you know the content and the enjoyment of everybody who's participating. That is very improv-y, actually, the way you just described that. Oh, you yeah. know, and being there to, to to really listen. And I never thought on the typewriter. That's a that's a critical thing because I remember using typewriters. And man, when you make a mistake, it is like it's like a physics lesson to get things in the right position yeah. in order to correct it in a way that doesn't make a mess. Although you have a very special technique for dealing with uh, some mistakes in your type works. Why don't you tell us about that? Well, I don't ever recycle anything. That's the first thing. If I go into it thinking that I can pull it out and start over, that affects the way that I'm going to write. Right, like right. that that makes me feel like um, I can make mistakes and then I can just cover them up. Whereas <laughs> what I try to do is if I make the mistake, um, whether it's using the wrong word, I'll try to incorporate that into the conversation that I'm having sort of in my own head as I'm typing things up. Um, so I, you know, just exit out and keep moving. Yeah. Oh, see, now the, you just kind of tossed it out there like it's nothing, but it's like, just exit out and keep moving. We should make that a bumper sticker. Okay. How many things in our lives should we just exit out and keep moving? Look, let's not let's not fluster ourselves trying to make it look perfect or go back and retroactively correct it. We've gotten beyond that. We know now that's not what we want to say, uh, and this is what we want to say. I yeah. think that's poetic, beautiful. That's prose. Yeah, we are prose. I kind of want to go and like take a theme and then just keep writing to that theme like separate cards and see if that makes any difference. Like write the same thing over and over again. Maybe it's a, uh, I was thinking of one, um, a recipe for disaster. That's the theme going into it. So I write a recipe it. for disaster. 
<laughs> like what are the ingredients? How long do you put it in the oven, etc.? And I then think that's hilarious. <laughs> how would you do that five times? Would it be always the same? Would it be uh, each recipe is a different course? Oh, there's got to be many different recipes for disaster. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. at least I found a million uh, through the course of my life. <laughs> I think it took a long time to find all those. Uh, I think that's not, fantastic. Not as long as it should have. <laughs> really shouldn't have so many back to back as I do. <laughs> that's amazing. Recipes for disaster. That's that's a cool idea, man. You have a lot of them. Uh, I have something. So what's your recipe for disaster? We each have our own, and maybe we would all do well to take some time and write them down. It seems that the best way to avoid cooking up a disaster is to avoid buying the ingredients in the first place. Of course, if you do find yourself making a mess anyways, just follow my buddy Nick's typo advice for life. Exit out and keep moving. Until next time, my friends, have some fun out there. <laughs>